Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. And she's boosted, baby. She's boosted. You, you got to boost. What were your side effects? Um, I was briefly no longer with us in this realm. <laughs> I was briefly, I I, I like just kind of like zooped out of, out of life and zooped back in. It was like a day where I just wasn't myself. I was in bed, body aches, headaches. Uh, no fever, actually, but fever symptoms. Don't want to tell you about the stomach symptoms because I want you guys to keep your lunch down. Um, but there was some stomach stuff. And <laughs> we're we're under one minute into the pod and we're already talking about Devin's digestive problems. I know. So listen, I you don't want to know. But Saturday, I felt better than normal. Saturday and today, it's like, I feel super powered. I walk down the street. I'm like, how's it going to a stranger? I did that today. So that's me. How are you doing, Carolina? I'm fine. And I'm very excited for our guest today. Yes. You know her and you love her. She's family. If the pot is a torso, she's a limb. If the pot is the Jonas Brothers, she's Sophie Turner. She's like a part of it, but not really. She's the scene with Selena Gomez. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm talking about TRL's own Jesse from Brooklyn, <laughs> Jesse Konevsky, welcome. I'm basically Carson Daly's fill-in on TRL. <laughs> Scott Foley super fan, Jesse Konevsky. <laughs> Running the Boys of Felicity Yahoo group. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, the Boys, Boys of Felicity, Felicity. <laughs> Yahoo group. Now, what is a Yahoo group? Yahoo group was something that didn't take off. It it, it existed for a minute. It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was kind of like a Facebook page almost, like having a Facebook okay. group, but like not as organized. So more chaotic than a Facebook group. Now that's saying a lot. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not as much activity because people wouldn't remember to log into their Yahoo groups. 
So like you'd okay. post something and it would just sit there until somebody like just came back silence. like months later and was like, I forgot this was a thing. So that's one notch in your belt. Yeah. But you also frequented TRL. So please share with our listeners how many times were you actually on TRL? So I don't know exactly how many times like the camera has caught me in the background. Probably too many okay. to count. But like, <laughs> I think I requested maybe like six to eight times. Wow. Yeah. On so, like, air. On air. On yeah. Air. Like, like, hey, I want to request Jody and I give it to you. Like that. <laughs> so you totally requested live six to eight times. Uh, yeah. Estimate. Yeah. If you don't want me to talk about this dark side of the industry, I won't. But I vaguely re- remember you saying that, like, it was rigged. Like, they didn't actually let you request what you wanted on camera. Not all the time. There was one time wow. that is burned in my soul <laughs> when I was supposed to request OTAN. They were number four. It was Liquid Dreams. They were number four that day. And they started doing this thing where if the guests ran long, they would, like, shorten the video. And they would be like, coming in at number four is OTAN. Now let's get to our next video. And oh. O-Town got cut and they were like, <gasps> listen, we need you to do Samantha Mumba. I don't even remember the song. And here's what you can say, because they knew I wasn't a Samantha Mumba fan. So they were like, I wasn't an anti fan, but like, I didn't know her. Like I knew my old town, you know, factoids. <laughs> so like, I remember being forced to request Samantha Mumba and it was just one time. Otherwise, they were pretty chill about letting us just go nuts on camera. We're going to get more into Jesse Konevsky's boy band journey. But first, we should touch on some political events which have recently occurred. And I say political because he's probably going to be um, the next Ronald Reagan. Oh, my God. But (laughs) Chris Pratt, a former Parks and Rec comedian who the creator of The Office, Mike Sherwin, said he's such a natural writer. He's so funny. And it was true. He was so funny. Chris Pratt's comedy that I recall is like him being in Parks and Rec in the scene where they're at the doctor's office. And he says to the doctor, how come sometimes when I wipe, I keep wiping and there's still stuff and I keep wiping again. And there's still like that was like his humor. And he was so funny. I mean, I guess I'm revealing the level of maturity that my I'm like, all right, this guy really gets me. He's saying he wipes his ass and there's still shit. So come on. So. My recollection of him is him improvising a joke in the blooper reel for Parks and Rec where they're asking, who do you think had the biggest comeback of all time? And he said, Kim Kardashian. He came on her back at the end, right? (laughs) That's funny. So that was him. And then I was a huge, I was a stan of Unqualified. Uh, I listened to Anna Faris's Unqualified uh, podcast for many years. And I listened every week religiously. I also got to meet her and I will say she was so kind and funny. And I, I thought that she was just wonderful in person. And so I tried to pick up on clues from that because first he's on the podcast doing bits like that. Like he did really funny bits. He actually did a bit where he pretended to be someone calling in for advice. And I think he said like, I have diarrhea and I don't know what to do. Because the point of the podcast, <laughs> Devin is, was like, fuck yeah. Devin's like, like I, I, give me all the duty humor you have. <laughs> <laughs> I like pulled over my car crying, laughing. And then I was shocked by the divorce. But she did say she was like, She didn't say about him, but someone had written in for advice about finding out that the person they were with was like a Republican or Trump supporter. Basically, it was like around 2016. And Anna was saying really cryptic things about like when you marry someone and then you find out there's someone you didn't think they were. And I was like, this is feeling like he was really conservative. And 
so then I, I won't get into it because I don't want to give away my sources, but I basically put two and two together. I think he got an action movie role, got ripped, had this like complex of like, now I'm this hot ripped guy. Fuck you. And then he was told by someone that if he were to try to channel the Christian audiences as an action star, he would like triple his fan base. And he did. So he became a Christian Trumper. And now it feels like he's drank the Kool-Aid and he is uh, enjoying it. So why we bring him up is because four days ago, he posted a post that, and I want to give credit to Devin because I didn't really hear people talking about it until like yesterday or the day before. He drops this post. Devin immediately picks it up and literally blacks out all of the stuff except for some major red flags. It's the whole thing is a red flag, but she just writes this man cannot be trusted. And then slowly, I'm assuming off of Devin's hot tip, Twitter's fear goes crazy. Everyone is like, what is this guy talking about? So it's a post of Katherine Schwarzenegger staring up at him while he's staring into the camera with a very Christian hair part. And he writes, guys, period, for real, period. Look how she's looking at me. I mean, find someone that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. No transition, nothing to do with anything. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure and it belongs to me. My greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Decky Rook card, which if you know, you know is saying a lot. This is how I imagine him speaking. It's her birthday in about six weeks. So if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. First response, first responses, guys. First responders. First responders, as we're all first responders to this. Somebody send for help because we are all, <laughs> we are catatonic. I, I didn't even, I looked past it because I felt like it was so on brand. But you really picked up on it, Devin, just like how it's low grade Christian patriarchal values. As someone described it on Twitter as, ah, shucks, toxic masculinity. Like the whole wow. thing he's saying is how much she gives him. And how he just opens a jar of pickles sometimes and he might not even get her a birthday present. And he loves oh, his right. friggin' baseball card. And that's sort of that thing of like my wife. Oh, I'm so lucky. She does everything. She never complains. And the weirdest thing, too, to me is two things. Well, I'm going to say three things and then I'll stop there. I would never show someone a post of my boyfriend looking at me and be like, even Devin, even the closest friend, even my mother, I would never say Come on, look at how he's looking at me. I mean, so narcissistic, so narcissistic, so narcissistic. Then just throwing in, we met in church as if it's like a brag. Like this is how pure and innocent my relationship is. We met at Hillsong Church, famously anti-LGBTQ. And then I'm not going to even start on the gorgeous, healthy daughter, given that his son had health problems. I think that's so, 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 so dark. We can't go there. I can't go there and I'd like to believe that he's just stupid and didn't think about that. But I, do, I do think he's just stupid. Yeah, I agree. And then her heart is pure and it belongs to me. Like, I just think that's so gross. Who says stuff like that? There's something so self-important to post a picture where you're the only one looking at the camera. It's fine yep. if it's like you and your friends and they were all like, 
kind of messed up or not paying attention and you're like, like the look Austin at these picture. idiots yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly like some pictures jesse and i have together <laughs> we yeah. have some pictures <laughs> but like suppose the picture where you're the center of attention and and it's yep. about her it's not about her it's about you it's in not. the end yeah it's just it's so gross on so many levels and then I totally agree. I just logged into my Instagram and someone that I'm friends with liked it. And it's just like, now, am now I, you like, see them can different. I be friends with you anymore? Like you're a problem too. Also. So then like he did this video, I guess, where he posted a thing about how he was de- depressed by, and of course, Fox news circulated this video that he posted and they were like, Chris Pratt, like speaks out against cancel culture because he posted a video saying that he was depressed by all the people on Twitter who said that this was weird and said that they like supported Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris was literally like one of the top trending topics on Twitter that day because everyone was like, we love her and you're better than him. Yeah. And so he's doing like anti-vaxxer cosplay in the video, unless he's fully an anti-vaxxer, which he might be because, but I think that Catherine Schwarzenegger has posted back stuff like people should get vaccinated. I'm not sure. But anyway, he's dressed in like an American flag uh, hoodie and American flag hat. And as someone who dated someone who had an America themed birthday party, I'm going to tell you that patriotism is a red flag. He's like going full like I'm an American mode. And you're right. He is probably going to run for office. He is probably teeing up for that. So, yeah, it's just really disturbing. He also says it honestly sounds like a parody account. He's like, uh, yeah, I woke up depressed, decided to go for a jog. I really didn't want to, but I made myself do it. and I already feel better, which I'm triggering already annoying. Like anyone who talks like that, you're like, why are you why are you saying this to me? Then he says, I needed to listen to my um, Christian holiday music uh, playlist again. What are you talking about? Why are you digging <laughs> another hole that's deeper? He also was like, I ran in the woods listening to my cr- Christian Christmas music. So I'm like, so you killed someone. So you're yeah. dropping a body in the woods. <laughs> and then he said, I just sat down and I could feel the fire next to me. The, you know, God sitting next to me, which is the fire next to me, which <laughs> I read an article that did a deep dive. And it's actually a song off of Hillsong Church's Christian album called The Fire Next to Me. And I was just like, I, I, I can't imagine being married to Andy from Parks and Rec and then realizing you're married to Chris Pratt sitting in the woods after bearing a body for uh, his Hillsong reverend. Yeah. Listening to Christmas music. He is really the one who is waging a war against Christmas. It's his war on Christmas and (laughs) I'm fighting in it. I'm fighting. I'm going. So speaking of toxic masculinity and (laughs) And (laughs) anti-vaxxers, Speaking of all the good in America right now, and we we need to touch on Aaron Rodgers, who I guess was hot to some people. I never really got it, but he's dated a few celebs and most recently been engaged to Shailene Woodley. Bizarro dating history. Yeah, I believe Olivia Munn was in there. I believe Munn was there. Danica Patrick people. But yes, go on. I hate Shailene. So also dislike Shailene and... Aaron Rodgers, but this is relevant because Aaron Rodgers just got COVID because he lied to the NFL, said he was, someone asked him if he was vaccinated at a press conference and he said, yeah, I'm immunized. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. He like did like an awkward pause and like kind of hid his face and then was like, I've been immunized. I met someone who had COVID and <laughs> I had a, I had a party where COVID was definitely traveling and yep. then he got COVID. It was revealed 
that he lied about being vaccinated. Then he, of course, railed on cancel culture and said, I'm a victim of the woke mob. Mm -hmm. He said witch hunt. (laughs) Witch hunt. (laughs) Gotta throw in witch hunt. He said that he presented hundreds of pages to the NFL of research he did. So it gave him, him sitting on the toilet and looking at his phone. And he said they thought I was a quack. So here's a moment where I have to call out to my friend Clay Aiken when he said, <laughs> if I was invisible, because I wish I could have been an invisible fly on the wall in that room watching him present his evidence uh, to the F- yes. NFL. Of He said it wasn't just about the vaccine. It was also about mask wearing that he doesn't okay. like believe in. Interesting. So he went beyond. Okay. Yes. I don't understand. I've never, ever want. I'm someone who reads WebMD once a day because I have a severe hypochondria. I've never once thought that I know better than an eighth grader in biology, even like (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what a cell is. I don't know how it mutates. I don't DNA. What does it stand for? I don't know. So in what world would I think that I know better? And I I just it's never occurred to me not trust a scientist it seems to come with like so much ego to be like "Mm, actually you all think you're right about this but you're wrong it's really crazy and i'm obsessed with it because i can't yeah i can't get over the arrogance of thinking that you're smarter than people who have dedicated their lives to science and who have the majority have an overwhelming majority and I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed. I want to out them all. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a place where my rage really um, gets inspired. But I also think of Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. There's just nothing dumber than dumb people pretending to be deep. Like, I really think oh they both think they're really deep. Yes, yes. I also think they're both narcissists because they kind of look like each other. If you look at them, I'm ready to take my woke mob and go after them. So Shailene has since said that she didn't mean this to have anything to do with uh, Aaron Rodgers. But after this news came out (laughs) that he was like anti-vax, she reposted like some weird spiritual account on Instagram on her stories. And it was an image of a woman rising from the sea, as you do, as you do, just a woman rising from the sea. Uh, This is perfect for the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Caressing her hair. And it says, calm seas may bring you peace but storms are where you'll find your power. And all I can say is <laughs> she stormed the Capitol because <laughs> storms are where you'll find your power. And storm is a reference to QAnon. And she's, I don't know, just to me, I'm like, this is all too convenient. There were a lot of people who we couldn't really see their faces at the Capitol. I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs> she got like a, Thousands of dollars of uh, prosthetics to look like an old man with a frizzy beard. I know she did this whole thing where she was like, I don't wash my hair and like, I don't wash myself. And it's like, okay, I know like Jake Gyllenhaal said that he doesn't shower, but like he looks nice most of the time. She's a beautiful woman. She looks oily and dirty all the time. And it's just an insult. (laughs) It's like you are a millionaire. Like you probably get free products sent to you every single day. Just blot Neutrogena oil blotting sheets. Shampoo, shampoo the roots. Something. I, I literally, and this is someone who's, I'm speaking as someone who's sober. So I say this with some meaning behind it. 
when I saw the video of him talking to the press in his house and he's wearing some sort of bandana and he looks disheveled, obviously, because he probably has a really bad case of COVID since he wasn't vaccinated. He looks like he has one day sober. He looks like he yes. just checked into detox. He looks like his wife kicked him out of the house and he looks from the swamp. He does. Jesse, Otherwise, I'm, I'm, I wish them best luck on their marriage. I'm just going to say Reese Witherspoon needs to be questioned in Congress for normalizing Shailene. And on that note, I think it's important to move on to the reason we really brought Jesse here today. Let's take a quick ad break and we're going to be back to grill. I don't know why I said grill to ask delicately questions about Jesse Konevsky's past as a boy band aficionado. Please stay tuned. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back with Jesse Konevsky. So Jesse, I would say, is a celebrity crush expert. Um, I would agree. And that's why I wanted to bring her on here today. And she actually was very influential in one of my own personal biggest celebrity crushes. Many people who know me know that Mr. Pete Davidson was has been and probably will be forevermore one of my biggest celebrity crushes. And when he was dating Ariana Grande, I was anti them. A lot of people can't believe this. I was anti Ariana. <laughs> the streets are talking and they still are <laughs> reeling from Devin being anti. But Jesse is the one who talked me into it. And like, I'm looking back and I'm like, wait, I actually wasn't even an Ariana fan. I was like, I think she's lame. Why does she dress like a child? Like whatever. 
And Jesse was like, listen, she's a pop star. The best pop stars have a look. Think about Britney. Think about Mariah. Like, she has a look. This is her look. And then you convinced me to like her and Pete, which I kind of don't remember the points of. But by the end of this conversation, I was like, okay, 1000%. They are the best celebrity couple that I have ever seen. And I will support them forever. And I did support them so hard that when they broke up, I was devastated. And a yeah. coworker was like, oh, so guess that's over and like involuntarily I was like they could still get back together don't say that yeah don't say that. I was saying that too I was like it, this is temporary okay we don't this know what break. she's going through <laughs> so we had to bring Jesse on because basically Pete's in the news again every time Pete has dated so many famous women since Ariana Grande and every time he does there seems to be this debate of like do like there's people who think he's the hottest, one of the hottest individuals they've ever seen, which is me. And there's people who are very confused by the idea that he's attractive and he's currently dating or doing a PR stunt with Kim Kardashian. So Jesse, Jesse, first of all, we need your expertise just in general on like celebrity crushes. And this just seems like such a polarizing one, even between you and me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really into it. I'm not anti Pete Davidson. Like I was a fan of him and Ariana. I felt like it was just a moment in time where like they were just like sitting around in pajamas, watching Harry Potter yep. movies, boning, yep. like just they were cozy together. And yes, that's yeah. It just felt right. And I just wanted him to not choose chaos for once. And I feel like right. she keeps going back to it. I really want to see her with someone that is like a Mauricio from maybe younger mm, 1, like thousand or like she's she's doing this legal stuff maybe there was a mentor that's like really established that she had a connection with but I mean first of all if you're gonna go for a guy from Staten Island what about Vinny from the Jersey Shore he's a good looking guy he didn't even take her to Danino's which we know is the best pizza in Staten Island <laughs> he did take Ariana to the best pizza in Brooklyn which is Ellen Beast from Oni Gardens and he did I mean, that's saying a lot. You're correct. I mean, climate activist Vinny could <laughs> devote his whole life to Kim. He could be there whenever she and needs. He and he already cooked, hooked up with, what did he call um, Angelina? He called her the, the Rob Kim, Kardashian. The Kim, the Kim Kardashian of Staten Island. Yeah. Oh, he called, her, he called her the Rob. <laughs> All right, so that's, a little, so that's a little anti-woman. But, but we're going to move past that because we all know I have a soft spot for Vinny. I need to say what Beth once said to us when we were talking about Bedifer, which is we'll have to entertain for a second that this has been done for PR reasons. I mean, okay. Kim is very concerned about her image. She openly talks about that. Whatever relationship she's going to be in will be scrutinized heavily, given that she's one of the most famous people in America. And I think that in an industry that's obsessed with youth, this is a very smart way to look chic in style. I, I think a lot of people have dated him because he's like the person to date. Also, can you imagine being friends with Pete Davidson and not having sex with him? No. Like if you saw him at a party, if, if he was just a friend from your hometown who you went home and saw during like holiday breaks, there's no world where you don't have sex with that person. He represents to me that feeling like there was a guy I used to hook up with whenever I'd go home for the holidays during college I we'd hook up and he was covered in tattoos and we didn't really have a lot to talk about but we had like some of the best sex of my life and that's what Pete Davidson seems to me I think the thing is 
And Jesse and I were talking to Brittany Raddick, a friend of the pod about this, and she agreed that he has the like fixer upper quality where you're like, okay, he has, you know, mental health issues, which don't we all, first of all, but second of all, he seems to have some crisis going on, some chaos going on, as Jesse said. And that's attractive to some of us that is. who have something wrong with us. And so there's that, but he's also very like self-deprecating and like makes fun of himself and seems aware of those issues and talks about going to therapy. And that's very rare for the masculine species. So that's kind of like, oh, wait, but he's like aware of it. He's doing something about it. Like, interesting, interesting. And when he was with Ariana, it seemed like he was so affectionate to her and like so obsessed with her. And I think that's what really unfortunately, that's sometimes what makes you more attracted to a guy is how he treats like women. So I think that was like, oh, my God, he would be like such a good boyfriend until, you know, the crisis mode starts. And we all know if she's yeah. just hooking up with him, though, I support that fully. I feel yes. like good for you. We all know we've heard about his, you know, big dick energy. Like, yeah, that's great. You deserve that. But I yeah. don't know if this is like a solid relationship. I'm, I'm nervous for her. OK, Jesse, as a former member of the Yahoo group, Felic- the, <laughs> the boys of Felicity, boys of Felicity, <laughs> of Felicity. get it right. You're in a bar. Scott Foley sends you a drink across the room. Pete Davidson sends you a drink. Which drink do you drink? I, I mean, no brainer. Scott Foley. Totally. Scott Foley. She's not only gotten a Scott Foley autograph. She's also got him to autograph a photo of her with mm-hmm. Scott That's right. Foley. That's right. <laughs> and- That's right. And what's not normal about that? There's nothing not normal about he that. He was he was like, hey, look at that. That's weird. <laughs> and I was like, but I was like, okay, but here I am. I'm your fan that did this. Okay. What other well, fan did this? I was like, I always say me. I love fans. I love fan energy. It is really caring, loving energy. To yes. Me, except for when people go crazy and like, you know shoot john lennon (laughs) right right. that's like that's like a step too far (laughs) wait so ladies 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 jesse ladies so pete has dated many famous women he's dated kate beckinsale he's dated that woman from bridgerton phoebe something margaret qualley kaya gerber and then carly aquilino who was like this stand-up comedian so let me ask you guys who do you think was his best match I mean, for me, it's Ariana, hands down. Them standing in their little wizard cloaks. I that loved it. I loved it. That was cute. Although at one point, Carolina was like trying to make an argument to me where she was like, I think that like Pete and Ariana may have been like a, a press thing. And then one of them caught feelings. Then we go on about our day. It's like eight hours later. We're at dinner. And suddenly I like look at Carolina and say, what about the tattoos? She would have never gotten the tattoos if it was fake. And then Carolina had to think about that. So it's true. They made a big decision. I mean, he tattooed Piggy Smalls onto his abdomen. I think Carly Aquilino was actually in uh, King of Staten Island and a very good actress. And they're still oh, friends. Cool. I think it was smart of him to be with the comedian. Um, I think probably a comedian could handle him. I think... He had a good thing with the girl from Bridgerton, it looked like. They looked happy together. They both didn't talk to the press about it. It seemed quaint. Maybe I'm just saying that because she's British. Margaret Qualley, obviously, love. Thought that was a cute thing. I relate to her, and that makes me worry for her. I completely identify. I think 
we would all like to think that we would shun Shia LaBeouf, but I can imagine him, especially given his talents that were previewed on even Stevens, is a very charming person. Yep, he gets right in. He just like twists the knife right in. So what do you both think is Pete's love language? Love bombing, obsession, presence. Everything good. Gifts, affection, words of affirmation. He wore a sweetener sweatshirt to the VMAs, which I thought was so cute. I think some magazine interviewed him while he was dating Ariana and he was like, oh, you're only interviewing me because I'm dating Ariana. No one would care about me otherwise. It did not seem like he was threatened by her success. He was just sort of like, it is what it is. Yep. What are both of your predictions on how long Pete and Kim will last? And are we calling them Keet or Pim? What's the couple name? I'm just kidding. Those are both horrible. I do not think this is long for this world. I'm interested to see if Keeping Up with the Kardashians Hulu show covers it at all. Wait, they're they're doing a Hulu show? Yeah, babe. I feel like that's part of it. Like, will he go on camera? We need someone who will go on camera with Kim. You know, we haven't really had someone since Chris Humphreys. Jesse, I hate Chris Humphreys. Do you share this feeling? So I defended Chris Humphreys for a while because I thought he was like a victim of like a whirlwind. I agree, actually. I agree. I agree 100%. And even though I don't like him either. You guys are both going out there saying Chris Humphreys, victim of a whirlwind? The episodes where his sister would come to visit, they seemed like they were just really normal and got caught up in this. But there is an episode, and I never forget this. It's Chris Humphreys and Kim, and they're laying on the couch, and he farts. And my mom was so (laughs) mad. And my mom was like, (laughs) I'm sorry. You need to get up right now and say, excuse me, I am Kim fucking Kardashian. And how dare you fart in my face? And that was the moment that I that I really was like, maybe Chris isn't the guy. And Kim was like, oh, babe. Like, like, oh, stinky. Don't do that. That's so gross. That is so gross. And I would be like, fuck you. It always feels like when guys start letting them letting them go like that you're just like (laughs) really so you just are you just not attracted to me anymore like you just there's no excitement clearly like making you like do you know that I either have like hot wax or a razor blade put on my vagina so I can like please you and you're like basically sharding in my presence (laughs) like there's feces like particles in the air and you don't care you're like sorry babe all right see ya wait I have to go back to my Chris Humphreys defense and that is that he was, I believe, pressured by Chris Jenner. Okay. Famously, someone who pressures a lot of the family to yes. propose to Kim. And I remember at one episode, he's at a dinner. There's a family dinner. And Chris Jenner is looking at him like, hello. And oh, he is nervous. And he was like, I just couldn't do it. And Chris and her one-on-one is like, what is wrong with him? Why won't, why didn't he do it? And I just think that it was a whirlwind. He was cut up. Kim just wanted to get married to get married. And it wasn't right. I'll never forget the Kim and Courtney take New York season when their marriage was doomed. The I whole won't time. either. It's so awkward to watch. Yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, I still think that he is a nightmare boyfriend and he tried to make her feel bad about herself. OK, so let's take a quick break and we're going to come back with some more of Jesse's origin story. I want you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to True Romance. So, Jesse, we need to talk about your past as, I don't know how you would describe yourself, but I've heard it described as, like, my friends from the boy band scene, my friends from the O-Town scene, like, this was a part of your life. Sometimes I say my checkered past. (laughs) That's like, if I'm talking to someone that, like, I work with, and they're kind of above me. I'll be like, yeah, in my checkered past. <laughs> okay. And then I don't have to get into it. I remember that when I was at your baby shower, there was a table of just O-Town fans, like an entire table of like 10 people that were from the O-Town scene. And there were some Liquid Dreams onesies. Yeah. And that was 2016. That wasn't like 2001. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be clear. That was four years ago, okay. um, five years ago. Did you watch Making the Band? Were you with them from the beginning? Yeah, from the start. It came on ABC and it was, you know, it was right when that reality TV boom was like starting to happen with the competition shows. And Lou Pearlman was putting together a boy band (laughs) and we were in. We were in on any Lou Lou Pearlman could put together any group of guys. And we were like, here we are. Yeah. We're like, can we have your autograph? So Jesse and I later found out that we did almost cross paths because I was staying at the Trump Hotel as a kid. Uh, go ahead and cancel me if you want with my family. Wolf mob after you. Guys, it was much before. It was when Trump was like in Home Alone and stuff. So like we didn't know. But I remember walking in the hotel. There's this mob of people. And I was like, what is this? What is this? Someone in the lobby said it's Sync fans. They're waiting for Sync, and Sync is staying in this hotel. So obviously immediately I'm like, oh, please let me go. I want to go wait with them. Please, 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 mom and dad, please. And they were like, no, no, we have to go upstairs. It's time to go upstairs. Years later, I come to find out that 
Jesse Konevsky once waited outside the Trump Hotel for NSYNC. Not once. Like, I was <laughs> always outside that hotel because <laughs> Backstreet stayed there, NSYNC stayed there, and then later on, the Jonas Brothers stayed there. So I was that mob. <laughs> so you were that mob. And <laughs> that mob was me. me. And you have some good parents because you were, like, asking to go be with the wolves and the animals. And they were like, no, you're on the other side of this. What what was the priority list in terms of boy bands? So for me, I love them all. And I started with New Kids on the Block and then Backstreet in Sync, oh. 98 Degrees, O-Town. I mean, ones you've never even heard of. Like they would just throw some consonants together and be like, we're an element. And I'm like, here I am. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> and yet, here I am. I'm your fan. Hey, Julian. <laughs> yeah. That's Element, right? That's Element. There was Natural, Five, okay. BB Mac. Oh, BB Mac. I, You know I met BB Mac. Yes. Um, at an NSYNC concert. That's right. All right. This isn't about me. I'm not bragging. Sorry. Okay. So who was your biggest ever boy band crush individual? Like who was the, who was the guy that you were like, that I'm gonna marry you had posters him. of him? Yeah. It went through phases. So it was... At first, Brian from the Backstreet Boys, which now feels horrible. He is like the most <laughs> MAGA of all the boy banders. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He's like on uh, parlor. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. And then I went from Brian to JC from Instinct. Yes. Loved him. Hard love. Hard agree. Eric from O-Town. That was my guy. Eric Bedazzler. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Eric we Bedazzler was there. She was out there with me. <laughs> We've told the Eric Bedazzler story on the pod, I believe. Yes. What was the craziest thing you ever heard of a boy band fan doing in pursuit of a boy band member? Like, was there anything you personally did that you're like, I can't believe I did that in pursuit of Eric or whoever? Or what What did you hear among the scene, maybe on a Yahoo page? There were levels of crazy. Like, there was this this level that was like, oh, you're super nuts where they would like go <laughs> down to their house and like take grass out of their yard and put it in Ziploc bags and keep it forever. I was <laughs> never at that level. Like for me okay. at most, I wanted like maybe a little bit of FaceTime with them and a photo with them. Like <laughs> that's the, so the cute. photo, the photo was the goal. Like you, if you didn't leave with a photo, it was a fail. That was a failed okay. mission. <laughs> okay. And do you still have them? Yes, I have all my photos. They are in pristine condition. They are beautiful. (laughs) Now, the problem is that the fashion and the look aged so terribly. Like, there was no plucking of eyebrows and there was no (laughs) contouring. That's the biggest problem. So we might beg you to let us post some of these images. Maybe (laughs) maybe there's one with a bucket hat that comes to mind. But it's amazing. It's like, like Jesse's camera roll is like a pizza restaurant on the Lower East Side where you go in and it's like, oh, Adam Sandler was here. This person yes. was here. That person was here. It's like she's like, oh, Katie Holmes. OK, and this was like back in the day where we had to take the film to be developed. So you didn't know if you got a good picture until like Walgreens handed you the envelope and you opened it with bated breath, like just hoping oh, yeah, that, that this looked all right. Oh, no. OK. What were the best reactions you got from boy band members when you met them outside? Like, what was like, I remember once you showed me a picture of you with Ashley Parker Angel from O-Town holding an action <laughs> figure that you had gifted him. So that seems like a good reaction. We actually, I, that, that <laughs> night was a good night because we had, like, gone upstate to see them. They were playing some, like, state fair. And afterwards, we're like, come to the van. We have some gifts for you. We, like, borrowed, like, someone's parents' minivan. 
Uh, yeah, that's a suspicious sentence, <laughs> by the way. Man, we have some gifts for you. But he was like, cool, present. What? <laughs> Listen, he was under the thumb of Lou Pearlman. He needed, like, love. He needed help. <laughs> He's like, can you actually put me in the back of the van and maybe get me some help? <laughs> he, like, came and hung out with us at the minivan for, like, 45 minutes. What? <laughs> You know what's funny is, so you give them a gift, and if the gift goes well, you give them the same gift every time, and that's how they come to know you. So, like, the first time oh. we saw them, we, it was almost like Monica Lewinsky, where she said she put on that same yes. green suit. So, like, yes. if we went to an autograph signing and we gave them, like, Pez candy, for example, and they, like, liked it, every concert we go to, we throw Pez on the stage. We give them Amazing. Pez, and they'd be like, Amazing. oh, the Pez girls are here. And we're like, yeah, we're out yeah. here. <laughs> oh town we would get them themed pez so that it was like all cohesive so it was like ashley we get the superman pez somebody else we get batman oh my gosh this is really like this is like thoughtful yeah when you're gonna see them you like you put thought into your outfit you put thought okay. into like what you're bringing the whole night is planned what i love about it though is like it wasn't like the goal was hooking up with that like I always thought that boy band stands was like the goal is like to like hook up or it's like a groupie thing where it's like maybe they'll see you and they'll pull you yeah. backstage. Well, they were layers like but like when I used to do it, I don't know how it is now, but it used to be like there were the groupies. They're like trying okay. to hook up. They're like out here. The titty meat is out like they're ready. OK. And okay. and I never had a problem with them unless they took our FaceTime away. We just wanted FaceTime. <laughs> If like, okay. like if you're going back to his room, you can wait five minutes for me to take this picture. Okay. <laughs> and then there was what we called the teenies, which are the girls that like would write on their face and scream and cry. Wait, where does the name teenies come from? It comes from teeny bobber. I don't know why we always call okay. them that. And okay. then there was the psychos. Psychos is like, they, they come in here. They're going to break down the barrier. They're going to go nuts. They're going to steal your grass. What? Uh, oh, the grass from their yard. Okay. So like we like me and my friends were somewhere in between where like we're we're coming to say we love your music. We want a picture with you. If you want to chat with us, that's great. Um <laughs> hey, if you want to hook up with one of us, even better. But like Sure, why not? But that yeah. wasn't the agenda with us. Okay. Right. We were the ones that would walk around going like, it's really about the music for us, even though the music was like liquid dreams. <laughs> have like the penny lane monologue from exactly famous. We, we did we used to when that came out we were like now we're band-aids oh my god and meanwhile you're I like love. i think you're fine yeah, like, yeah the but like, they, the lyrics speak to us so we're different and the lyrics were like i want a girl jan jackson smile <laughs> but listen that can speak to your heart sometimes Hey guys, we are going to end today's episode there. Yeah, we had such a good time talking to Jesse and our conversation went way longer than anticipated because she was such an integral part of the early 2000s pop music scene in New York that we made her stay and tell us all her best stories from outside the TRL set and more. So tune in to hear more on that. Come on, people. See you next week.
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.